Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Wheat Among the Tares, our live broadcast here every Wednesday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We're glad that we can bring this live broadcast and subsequent podcast to you, and we appreciate you joining us here this morning. Pastor Williamson, it is good to have you back in the studio. Yes, sir, my brother. Amen. Good morning to you. Amen. It's a blessing to have you back. I know we've still got a little bit of... uh, Fighting some coughs and colds and whatnot, yes, but we are thankful to be back behind the microphones yeah, here this morning. I appreciate the fact that we can again bring these programs to you. We do have a guest with us this morning, uh, Brother Tim Falk. He'll be with us here in just a moment. He is with Reach International Ministries. I do want to bring just something to our attention, and if you've been watching the news at all, uh, you know of the recent um natural disaster uh, that happened up in the uh, mid portion, uh, the central portion of the United States, uh, Missouri, Illinois, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, and just the pastor, the absolute devastation that has been there. And I wanted us just to remember uh, these folks that, number one, have lost uh, through the result of these storms, that they've lost loved ones, and uh, just uh, 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 just a lot of destruction there, and uh, and I just wanted to ask you, our wheat among the tares family of listeners, that you would remember these folks in prayer, that you would uh, pray for our country, and certainly the things that have been going on here, and we trust that the Lord will bless those. I know there's a lot of folks that have been mobilized for the purpose of assisting there. And uh, again, we ask you to please pray for Amen. those folks there. Pastor, I certainly know that uh, this has been such a devastating thing there for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, uh, I couldn't imagine what those folks are going through, especially this especially this time of year as well. Yes. And, um, you know, the loss of not only loved ones, but, man, they've lost, some of them lost everything. Everything. Yeah. And it is uh, really detrimental. And uh, but we ask again to to remember to pray for those. We want to go to our guest this morning, Brother Tim Falk. Brother Tim is not a a stranger to uh, uh, Wheat Among the Tares. And uh, Brother Tim Falk, welcome to the program this morning. Thank you, Brother Blake, and thank you, Pastor Williamson, for having me again. Brother, it's a blessing to have you. Sure is, brother. Um, reason that we wanted to do this program this morning, Brother Tim, as you well know, Myanmar has been right in the center of the news uh, pretty much since February of this year. And uh, as a result of uh, a military junta or a coup that happened there, and uh, the military has now taken over the government there and ousted uh, those that were in power and uh, as a result of that, it has brought about broad uh, persecution, specifically against, of course, just folks, uh, you know, uh, po- the population as a whole, but particularly uh, the churches there. 
and um, and I wanted to bring you in because you, uh, as being with um, uh, a veteran missionary in not only the Philippines but also you have have been in Myanmar in in uh, in most recent times. And I know that you can bring some expertise when it comes to what is going on there. Um, first of all, Brother Tim, let me just ask you a little bit of background as far as what you know currently is going on there. Um, can you bring us up with regard to your knowledge of what's going on? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, just in recap, February 1st, the military did overthrow the duly elected government of Dao San Suu Kyi. Um, her whereabouts is still questionable. Um, folks really can't keep up with where she is. Um, the military has made that almost impossible for the populace to, to figure out. Um, since that time, uh, there's been uh, 1,323 protesters that have been killed by the military. These are December 9th figures. There's been 10,815 unlawful arrests. And uh, they're still currently close to 2,000. There's 1,963 unlawful warrants out on uh, the protesters. Um, the people have uh, mobilized around the civil disobedience movement um, on a local level. They formed militias called uh, People's Defense Forces. Different ethnic groups um, have those. And uh, they're you know, actively protesting the military. However, uh, things have um, stabilized to the point to where just two weeks ago our church was able to meet in, in reaching the school where it started uh, for the first time since uh, really last um, last Mar the March of 2020. Hmm. Uh, so things are somewhat stabilized, but um, the military and its government has publicly um, outlined their strategy, and they call it the strategy of four cuts, that is to to cut food, to cut funds, to cut information, to cut recruitment to their opposition, which is totally the whole country opposes what they're doing, but they're in and and um, you know got that strategy going. Well, our folks, um, led by our national leader, uh, Brother James Lova, who is really just doing an exemplary job of navigating our church, Hope Baptist Church, and. Uh, the church planters, 21 of them sent from that church. He's done an excellent job navigating through these um, cuts, through through all the the trials and tribulations that have come his way and our way as a result of the military takeover. So he's instituted four cures instead of four cuts, and that is to, to comfort the believers, to encourage the believers um, to visit home to home, house to house, Amen. believers, and then to distribute what um, goods and resources come come our way, and which um, God's people have rose to the to the calls and have given uh, above extra so that our folks can really survive there. And um, it hasn't, of course, been without trials and tribulations, uh, not only as the military uh, actively pursuing those who oppose their position, but um, primarily Christians because they're not Buddhist, and um, Burma or Myanmar is a primarily Buddhist country. But they've also been fighting COVID and the strands of it. Uh, we've lost some church planters, namely 
one of our church planters, Brother Sean Baum, lost his wife on August 31st uh, to COVID. So um, the inflation rate, we hear about inflation here in the U.S. Well, the the chat to the dollar there has really escalated. It's really a inflation um, measurement tool there. It's uh, now it's 1,780 chat, and that's K Y A T S. Um, 1,780 chat to the dollar, um, and probably before the coup, it was about 1,200 or 1,100 to the dollar, and now it's almost doubled in a year. Wow! Um, and so that's some kind of indicator of what what their inflation rate is like. Also, so um, things are looking dire there, both governmentally and church-wise. But folks are waking up. The um, the thing I that one of the things I think the Lord is using is the the rank and file Burmese Buddhist is looking around at these military leaders who claim to be staunch Buddhists, and they're wondering why in the world are they um, taking this position? Yes, I mean, uh, isn't isn't Buddhism you know a religion of peace, which all religions claim to be, uh, and they're seeing the opposite. So we've had some folks um, very interested. In Christianity, Amen. and as as a rule, in the past we have used the Christmas season as organized outreaches. Usually, we do twenty to twenty-five, and by the grace of God, we're able to do ten this year. Uh, we're scaling back not only um, because of um, uh, lack of funds, but also because we we don't want to bring more attention than necessary to our efforts. But we, in the past, we've we've preached the gospel to thousands through the Christmas outreach, and when I say Christmas outreach, that it's going into these small villages and barrios and um, organizing like a meal and then preaching to those who come. Amen. Uh, there's usually party and games, and then we get to preach the gospel, and we've had hundreds of people come to the saving knowledge of Christ that way, and we, uh, we're we certainly praying forward. Uh, next week, those Christmas outreaches will begin and we're certainly praying forward uh, this year that uh, thousands will hear and hundreds will receive Amen. Uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. There. Amen. Brother Tim, um, I, I have some uh, some facts and figures here before me that I've done a little research last night uh, before we came on the air this morning. And there are three principal areas from what I understand and, and help me with um, location-wise uh, with regard to the ministry, Brother James and others, but three areas particularly, and Pastor, you and I were talking about this just prior to going on the yes, air. Sir. Number one was the, is, is the Chin State, C-H-I-N, uh, has been uh, predominantly uh, targeted by the military. And then there are other, two other areas, the Kachin, K-A-C-H-I-N, and the Karen tribes. And uh, these are three different areas uh, locale-wise that I looked on the map, and and several of them up north, some are, one is to the uh, southeast. And uh, But I had some figures here that I thought were very interesting. Um, in the Chin State, approximately 85% of the population there name the name of Christ as far as being at least Christian in name. Um, in the Kachin state, approximately a third 
uh, are known as Christians. And in the Karen tribe, uh, that is, uh, there is a large contingency of Baptists that are associated, and they go. This goes back, and I found this a very interesting fact, Brother Tim. Uh, in 1828, one of the first recorded uh, converts uh, was a name, uh, a gentleman by the name of Ty Bu. I believe it is B Y U. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. A lot. You are. Yes. And uh, but he was baptized. Uh, he received the Lord Jesus Christ and was baptized by the Reverend George Boardman, yeah. who was an associate of Adoniram Judson. And uh, this occurred in 1828. So we're going back, you know, hundreds, you know, hundred of years plus uh, with regard to this. And, uh, and I found an interesting point, too. The Karen Baptist Convention was started in 1913. So there was a heavy contingency of Baptists in that particular tribe and in that area. And, uh, and it, Brother Tim, it, it obviously it, it goes back in my mind to, uh, and Pastor, the, the sowing of the seeds by Adoniram Judson and George Boardman and many of these who laid their life aside to go to a people that had never heard the truth before. Brother Tim, that the Karen tribe specifically, I know you're familiar with them. Give us a little more on that particular entity. Okay, the Karen were the first, of course, to be um, evangelized. Uh, Really, um, Brother George Boardman, his wife Sarah, went there uh, south of where we are, um, and um, Brother George died a year after he won Utaibu to the Lord. Now, what Utaibu did was he evangelized the Korean people, and um, folks say that there was like 100,000 Korean that came to the Lord under his ministry. Uh, George Borman died a year later of TB, and his wife Sarah eventually became Miss Aram Judson, because Ann Judson had died four years prior. That's yeah, amen, brother. And, that's right. And so uh, they married each other. And the Korean had been a force for Christianity there since that time. Uh, the folks, that, and of course there um, was uh, some Korean in our church there in Yangon uh, that are still carrying the banner, really standing on the shoulders of folks like George Boardman and Aram Judson. Uh, the folks that I'm most familiar with are there at Chin State, and the reason they've been targeted is because of that population of Christianity up there. 85% would profess to be Christian. Now, I will say that they're, most of them are Christian because they're not Buddhist. They're nominal Christian. Well, many of them need to be evangelized. Yes. But the government has targeted them because of their Christianity, and besides that, they had a vice president from there that was associated with the government that they overthrew. So the opposition to them, to the military, has been great there in Jin State. So Brother James Lova, who and, and a lot of the guys that we work with, church planters, have have Chin as their roots. They've come from Chin State, migrated down to try to reach the Burmese in our area. But Brother James's family is up there, and um, their village. It was this was just last month. They had rice in the field ready to be picked. Um, but they had to totally evacuate uh, two large villages there and uh, migrate to Missouri State there in India, which they're not allowed to go into Missouri State right now. They're at the border right now, 
thousands of refugees who are trying to get into India for safety, but they had to leave crops in the field because the the military came in and just uh, aerated the place. And they've been uh, burning villages. You've probably read and researched some of the things, some of the atrocities that's been happening up there. But primarily because they're focused on on their Christianity. And, and they know that the Bible teaches freedom and liberty and those great things that they oppose. And um, so they've targeted both the Korean and the Kachin. Now, the Kachin are the most um, heavily armed opposition that the military has right now. Um, the Kachin had an independent army prior to the coup. Uh, because they never trusted the military. And even before the military overthrew the civil government there, they did have 51% of the power and the civil government only 49. So the Kachin never trusted that aspect of the government anyway. So they had their own own army, the Kachin Independent Army. And uh, so they're the most well-funded, probably the best trained, probably the um, most well-equipped. Uh, to fight. So the, a lot of the fighting that the military is doing is not with the Kachin because they know they're well trained and equipped. So they're really just trying to terrorize uh, Chin State and some elements of Korean State now. Brother, the, um, uh, the, there's a particular uh, aspect of this I did want to let our folks know. And by the way, if you're just joining us, we're talking with uh, Brother Tim Falk, who is with Reach International Ministries. He's a veteran missionary of both the Philippines and the nation of Myanmar, and that's what we're talking about right now, or the nation of Burma, if you still want to call it by the old name there. But there was a recent story that came out just yesterday of a a, a pastor there uh, in the Chin State who was um, taken uh, by the military, and he, uh, 26 years old, and pastor, they tortured him, and as a result of that, murdered this young man. And there were also several stories uh, that were verified. I checked these out last night myself. Of villagers literally being burned alive, uh, having been carried. The, those those stories have been carried by major news outlets. And again, the military, brother Tim, as you have um, already alluded to, uh, has gone in there because. Uh, again, of political reasons, number one, but number two, uh, and Pastor, I see this as, you know, again, we go back to the seeds of being sown a hundred plus years ago, and Satan is doing um, his dead level best sure. to try to absolutely stomp out the gospel witness there, yeah, and uh, we certainly need to be uh, in prayer uh, for those folks there. Amen. Um, Brother Tim, in, uh, in, in the last uh, couple of minutes, we, we still have some time. I wanted you to be able to update us with regard to Brother James specifically and, uh, and the ministry there that is going on with the church planters. You mentioned them earlier in the broadcast, and I wanted you to be able to take some time to elaborate on that aspect of things. And then um, what we can do. Uh, not just from a prayer standpoint, that's the most important, but also from a, uh, a helps standpoint of helping the brethren there in carrying on that ministry. Uh, well, I sure appreciate the opportunity to do that, Brother, uh, Brother James Lopa, who is based in North Lagoon there in, in the Yangon area, 
Um, Yangon is the most um, heavily populated area of the country, 8.5 million people uh, in that area. And um, Brother James and the church planters had, I, I think, really capitalized on the, um, you know, the fear that has come with the military takeover and the COVID and been able to give them the gospel of peace. And uh, we get reports almost daily, uh, I would certainly say weekly, uh, from our church planters, whether it's, say, a boiling, um, he recently um, baptized 10 new believers, um, which prior to uh, this tragedy would, would be unheard of. That would be 10 in a year, but this is like on a weekly basis where folks are are turning, you know, to the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, then again, with the Christmas outreaches, uh, you know, all of these things take funds, and we've been able to... Um, We've been able to uh, use um, our, our funds to, um, you know, create these outreaches in the past, and I think that um, be able to do more so in the future. Um, and in order to give toward that, yeah, every oh, let me say this about the funding. Earlier when I was on, we had a, a, um, a challenge really getting the funds to our people there. And um, now the, that situation has been resolved. We've figured out a way to do that. We've been able to be 100% efficient in doing so. And every penny that does come in designated for Inside Memoir goes to that cause. And um, and all these things that that we talk about, you know, whether it's encouraging the brethren uh, and distributing goods or, or creating these outreaches, all of them have a price tag. And if some would be some would be compelled to give, if you can do so by going to our website, reachmyworld.com. We'll tell you how to do that. Um, our address, if you were to send a gift, is Reach International Ministries, P.O. Box 1212, Midland, Michigan, 48642. Uh, that is also on our website. Um, so. Brother, I did want to ask you, I remember as you just mentioned in a previous broadcast here some months ago, how that uh, you were having difficulty in getting funds in, but thankfully uh, that has been uh, cleared up yes, and able to God. do so. We, we thank God for that. We made that a specific matter of prayer, yeah. and, uh, and God obviously certainly has answered that prayer to be able to get funds to uh, Brother James and and the other folks there. And by the way, folks, if you're not familiar with the term Yangoon, that's the old town of Rangoon. Uh, if you look on, um, you know, on maybe an older map, and that's the again, as Brother Tim alluded to, it's the most populated city uh, in the nation of Myanmar. I do want us to, um, Brother Tim. As is as always our um, our custom here uh, to pray with those that are on board with us, and uh, and we trust that um, uh, our folks, as you're listening, have made some notes this morning with regard to uh, what is going on in Myanmar. We've certainly tried to convey uh, the ministry there that reach. International has, and Brother Tim, you in particular, I know you always have your ear to the ground when it comes to uh, what is going on there. And um, if you would take just a minute, just maybe just a couple of prayer requests uh, that are foremost in your mind, and then Pastor Williamson is going to 
pray with us on the broadcast here, and then we will uh, we will close things out. So, Brother Tim, a couple of things that maybe are foremost in your mind. Okay, well, two things, brother. One is uh, one of the prayer requests that we had in the past too was for my daughter-in-law, Lavenda, who has breast cancer. She has subsequently completed her chemo. Uh, she did have successful surgery, and now she's just completed her radiation treatments, and everything is looking tremendously positive, and we count that as an answer to prayer. We thank you guys and your listening audience for praying for her for that because we praise the Lord for that. Um, big prayer request that's on my heart this morning, Brother Blake, is for a young man. I can't use his real name, but we'll just call him Junior, and the Lord knows who he is. He was a young man in our church there, Yangoon, who I had the privilege to lead to the Lord and baptize, and he was a faithful young man. His family had a military background, so the military went and asked their allegiance. And, of course, uh, Junior was not able to give his allegiance to the military, so he fled. He's on a hit list from the military. He's on the border of Thailand now seeking refugee status. So if folks would diligently pray for Junior, and Lord would know who he is, um, that is, that's the burden on my heart this morning. Brother, we will definitely, definitely pray for that in particular, and uh, we're thankful for what we heard uh, from about your daughter-in-law. We remember that again that from our previous um, uh, broadcast as well. And to the folks that did pray, certainly want to thank you for that. Pastor, are you in position that sure. you can definitely pray for this, and particularly for this young man named Amen. Junior, yes, and, uh, and for the Ministry of Reach International? Amen. Let's pray. Um, Father, we thank you for Brother Tim and the ministry that you've given him and uh, the contact that he's been able to be here, uh, Lord, stateside to, uh, Lord, help the folks there in Myanmar and the ministries. And we thank you, Lord, for his daughter-in-law. What a great report. And uh, we thank you for hearing the prayers of the saints and of the family and uh, those that, uh, Lord, have prayed for her. And, Lord, we pray for this ministry that you continue to bless. And I pray for this young believer, Lord, um, you know, this young man that uh, we're calling Junior. I pray, Lord, for him, uh, that you would help him. Uh, Lord, as uh, you know, it could be such seem to be such a lonely place. But I'm thankful for the scripture that says, "When mother and father have forsaken me, then the Lord will take me up." And I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, and Lord, that there's no father like you. And we pray for him that you would help him during this time, lead him, guide him. We pray for his protection, uh, Lord. We pray for the ministry as it goes on in such a uh, difficult uh, time, Lord, in that country that you help the believers, help those that are preaching. Uh, Lord, help them to stay faithful. I pray that you'll provide for them. Yes. I pray that you'll protect them. Amen. We ask you to meet their needs. I pray that you'll keep them encouraged. I pray that you do great mighty things for them that they know not. Lord, may they see your hand doing great miracles, uh, Lord, just around them and in their life. Yes. And we thank you for uh, Lord, all that's being done there. And Lord, so many believers, I, I'm sure they're suffering physically. Uh, they're suffering monetarily. And we thank you that you've opened this door yes. of getting the funds into that country. I pray you'll keep that door open. May it be an effectual door and that you'll lay upon the people's hearts, the people of God, to be able to give, to help those brethren there and help the ministry there. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Amen. 
Brother Tim Falk, it has been such a blessing to talk to you this morning about the nation of Myanmar and the brethren there, and we trust that God's richest blessings be upon you and the folks there. And and uh, when you talk, if you get to talk to Brother James, certainly convey to him our love and our prayers for him as well. And we trust the Lord bless you and have a wonderful Merry Christmas. You do the same, Brother Blake and Pastor Williamson. I sure appreciate it. Thank you very, God very bless much. You, Lord bless your brother. Bye-bye. Well, for those of you who are listening from uh, across the country, uh, from California to Texas to uh, the United Kingdom this morning, uh, to Florida and to Delhi, India, thank you so much for joining us here for Wheat Among the Tares. It has been our privilege to bring to you this information. That's what we're here for is to convey this information so that you can be informed of how to pray for our brethren across the world. God bless you. Trust that you'll have a Merry Christmas and again, have a wonderful day.